the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know my crazy bestie, my wacky sidekick, my fire-breathing hooker, Master John Lord Bala, Johnny Hotcakes. I'm a hooker. Yes, you are a hooker. Um, have you, did you remember those movies back in the 80s, Happy Hooker? No. Um, Good I movie? Ne- I don't know. I never got to watch it, but I remember they were a thing. <laughs> Were you watching TV in the 80s? No, but I'm a happy hooker. <laughs> you got to listen to the radio, right? <laughs> Paul Harvey and shit. <laughs> and uh, guess what? 45 years later, now the rest of the story. Did you ever watch HBO Real Sex? Yes. Okay, just checking. After I moved out. Okay. But yeah, I'm, oh God, I love that show. Those were great. I know. They? We talked about that in my episode a year ago. Like, that's the only glimpse I had into this world. Like, Holy shit. Yeah. It's like, ooh, how do you find that shit? And here we are. You know, they had another show. <laughs> <laughs> HBO had another show, like Ladies of the Night or something. Yeah, they had all kinds of stuff. Cat House. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Damn, HBO. What happened to you? It was great. It Fucking was great. HBO. Yes. Fine. Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> bring sex back is what bring, John said. Bring sexy back. <laughs> All right, John, so tonight we're talking from the knot.com, K-N-O-T. Ten sex questions for couples from top sex experts. And I am not a sex expert in in (laughs) O-T. So we just talked about last time, should ask a dipshit (laughs) and then then an expert. So we're going to read questions and uh, obviously I'm the dipshit. Is that what you're... We're going to make comments. You're proclaiming yourself yeah, to be? And then, All right. then see what the experts say. All right. So in my next introduction, I'm going to be saying, the uh, dipshit, Master <laughs> John. <laughs> the dumbass dragon boy thinks he can be fire, but he can't. <laughs> All right. I did last night. It was fun. So it says, spice up your sex life by answering these questions with your partner. Whether you're navigating a new sexual partner's preferences or you're looking to bring some excitement to your long-term relationship, sitting down together and answering some sex questions for couples, hmm, might get really interesting. Are you ready? Let's do it. Number one, what would you like to try sexually if there were no consequences or guilt? Hmm. Well... My dipshit opinion is <laughs> everything. <laughs> no, it that's a tough question because now you're opening up for a can of worms that you might not be ready for. So. Yeah, so the sex expert says, you know, she says some interesting things here. <laughs> <laughs> Did you lose your place? I lost my place. Okay, it says questions like this free up your partner to express desires they may otherwise feel too worried to express. It gives them a sense of liberation to really explore their needs and fantasies. But, you know, John, you've been married. Surely, was there ever anything that you um, wanted to do to have no guilt or no consequence for? Don't, don't, don't. I pretty much did what I wanted to do. <laughs> uh, you know, we've talked about it before. I wouldn't mind peeing on somebody. I tried that one time. That didn't turn out well. They peed on me. It didn't turn out well. But it was when I was like 18. It was a long time ago. Oh, we didn't know what we were baby. doing. Yeah, I was a baby. Didn't know you're what I was little doing. Little baby. Oh, so, you know. But you can't tell people like that because they look at you like you're weird. 
Poor John. And it even says, look, the, the expert even says, this question can feel a little nerve-wracking. Yeah. yeah, it is. Can't be. Don't start with that John's question. That's like, I'm 18, I want to pee on somebody. That's the last question you asked, <laughs> not the first one. <laughs> And so, you know, I think that's why a lot of people, specifically men, they come to see us, you know, at least, you know, 80% are men that come to see us. And, you know, they want to do things that, you know, their wife doesn't want to have to do to them, you know, plain and simple. And it was funny, you know, when we were picking up that furniture that night, we're talking to that woman and I said, you know, we don't know you. (laughs) You know, this woman was clearly in her fifties, you know, she'd been married to her husband. They had had at least two children. Um, cause they were there <laughs> and I said, I'm sure you don't want to put panties on your husband and sodomize him with your fist. And she's like, what the fuck? I'm out of here. <laughs> and the other guy's like, huh, do you have a card? <laughs> he sure did. That kinky ass doctor. Uh, Little fuck. <laughs> All right. So Uh, number two, what's one thing you've never done that you'd like to try? Okay. That one's might be a little bit easier. You know, you you take off the consequences and the guilt, you might get some wild answers, but this one, you know, this is something that a little more tame, I think. Well, I, you know, and again, some things are tame. Some things are not. Depends on who you are. Cause you ask the right question to the right person. And what I think is normal other people think is weird. Why you play with fire? Did you really light your face on fire last night? Yeah, I did. And it was fucking badass. Absolutely. I lit a torch off my tongue. It was great. That was very but, cool. But people look at me like, what the fuck? So what one person <laughs> They liked, think you're crazy. They think I'm crazy? Yeah, they think you're crazy when you're doing that. One of them came up to me. He's like, that was the most insane shit I've ever seen. It was badass. Yeah. Like, you're crazy, dude. You're fucking wild. But it's turned sexual for you, too. Oh, because yeah. you're playing with these women. I mean, I watched you have this fire show. You got fire in your hand, and then you're finger banging some broad on the ground. I was <laughs> like, "What the fuck am I watching? This is great." Where's my camera? <laughs> fire is a big sexual thing. For it me. is. It is. But for a lot of people, it's not. So yeah. they just don't know the thrill yet. <laughs> these, these are good questions. Like, what's something you want to try? And you know, everybody's gonna have a different answer. Yes. I want to fuck you while we're skydiving. <laughs> Well, I'm out. I don't want to do that. I'm going to show you a video of that. (laughs) (laughs) Some ideas to get from your bucket list just started, including like anal play, threesomes, dirty talk, experimenting with sex toys, mutual masturbation, taking nudes. Do you know how often I talk to men and I say, so did you ever get your wife a sex toy? And they're like, no, you know, sometimes, you know, she'll use a dildo, but really, you know, I said, have you gotten her a massager? No, ladies get a fucking massager. Men get a massager. Mm-hmm. Massages you know, work on men too. They do. Explore. I've got one. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, I did. I used it last night too. <laughs> I, had my, I had fire in one hand and my fingers up her <laughs> with the other hand. And I'm looking at somebody else and like, get my vibrator over there. Get it. It's over there. Go get it. <laughs> like, I can't find it. Fucking get it. It's right there. <laughs> I could have been your wingman. I, I could have gotten it for I you. I couldn't stop. I was busy. <laughs> Bring me the fucking vibrator so she can scream. Okay. You were very busy. Yeah, so. well, she was being greedy. So what's the thing you've never <laughs> done that you'd like to try? Me? Yeah, you. You know, I'm still, and this sounds weird, especially all the shit we talk about. Yeah. I still haven't had a female, female, male threesome. I've had an orgy. I've done all those things. I've never 
That, just two girls. That's going to happen for your birthday. Oh, I know. It's oh, going to yeah. happen We're soon. We're making it happen for your birthday. Like, and, and it's fine, but it's still a fantasy. I've never yes. done it. I've done lots of things that are well beyond that. Like, I skipped that level. Yes. But it's still something I want to try. Okay. You're going to pump up for the gym. You're going to get the cardio going. I'm going to Because November's around the corner. Try to get some abs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll paint some on with some makeup. <laughs> oh, God. No. It's mystical mayhem. I'll put on some magical abs. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Read three. <laughs> <laughs> and article stumbled across my feed yeah it did you fucking liar <laughs> <laughs> yeah just stumble about a want a need or desire blah 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 and it got me thinking how would you feel about trying that hmm. okay so just my humble non-expert opinion if you say <laughs> that shit to somebody they're gonna look at you and know you're lying you googled that shit because that's something you wanted to try and now you want me to do it you didn't just come across your feed you know, it used to work when the internet just first came out and you'd be browsing and porn would pop up on its own. It used to do that a lot. And you'd be on there like, why are you looking at porn? I don't know, babe. It just popped up. I'm trying to get off of it right now. I'm working on it. I, like, I didn't look that shit up. Yeah. Yes, you did. Yes. That's not how that works. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> your phone and your computer have memories. Trust me. <laughs> memories. <laughs> like the corners of your mind. Yes. <laughs> so interesting that you mentioned this because our good friends, Clark and Ellen Griswold. Yeah. Um, they were actually, yes, those guys, they had a fantastic fucking story and I'm going to throw this in there from last night or no, 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 no. From, this I is saw from, some stories happen last night. This is from yesterday though. Okay. This is from yesterday. Like they were planning, they were prepping all through the day. Oh, I bet. So Ellen always has a plan. Yes. So Clark goes down and instead of waxing, Ellen, he shaves everything like down everything. And so he takes a picture and I made a joke. I said, you know, I could see you going down on Ellen and shaving her up with your reading glasses on. <laughs> and that's what he fucking sends me. I saw it. <laughs> like, look at this shit. He's got the reading glasses on with a fucking razor, like cheesing. <laughs> and so after that picture was taken, he decides, oh, this is going to be fun. I'm going to take a picture of her clean shaven asshole when I'm done. And I'm going to send the picture to myself. Well, he ends up sending it to himself in a group message mm -hmm. to one of their vanilla friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They actually went down to the woman's house <laughs> to make <laughs> just to make sure she deleted it. They were like, she will tell everybody about this. <laughs> she deleted it all right. Oh, yeah. After she made a copy and hit it. Fuck yeah, she did. <laughs> Oh God. But on yes. the bright side, all that preparation worked because I also have a picture of them in the pool last night where Clark has three naked women hanging off of him. Oh, no shit. Ellen's one of them. And then he's got two other ones. So, you know, kudos to you, sir. Kudos to you. <laughs> <laughs> Love them. <laughs> but also, yes, sometimes you get unsolicited things on your phone. You do. Okay. You do. And, you know, it still just goes back to, like you said, unsolicited things on your phone. And how would you feel about trying that? <laughs> so shave your asshole. <laughs> okay. So what does the expert say? Because obviously we're not. 
The yeah. expert says it's a great way to introduce anything into your relationship. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pretty basic. First, you put a bit of distance between you and yourself and what you're asking for, which can make it easier to ask. Second, you end up with an open-ended question so the conversation doesn't shut down with a simple yes or no. Well, I know some bitches will say no to anything you ask them. You know a lot of bitches. I do. Yeah. I know a lot of whores, too. You do. (laughs) (laughs) I like sluts because they're free. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I'm the whore. Pay me, bitches. (laughs) Okay. Number (laughs) Number four. (laughs) How and what did you learn about sex growing up? Oh, my God. That if you, you get pregnant... From kissing your ears. I oh. actually heard somebody say that. Wow. Their parents told them to get pregnant through your through your ears. Wow. Yeah. I knew what sex was. I was Mormon. I knew what sex was. Sure. My kids had a, my kids. My parents had a lot of kids. So you know they were having sex. Obviously. <laughs> Did you ever have to have the talk with your children? With my children? Yeah. Yeah. I let them know what sex was. I wasn't afraid of it. I wanted them to know instead of to. Some, some of the shit I heard growing up, I'm like, okay, this is what sex is, you know. It's it is it a big deal? Yeah, it's a big deal. It's an emotional. There's a lot of things that go into it, but the act itself, this is what it is. So, so true. So, what do the experts say? You can feel really uncomfortable to share your deepest sexual desires. After all, some people's feelings could be rooted in shame or guilt. Understanding where someone is coming from can help you make sense of their preferences, behaviors, and desires. Okay, well, that makes it mm-hmm. a good question, doesn't it? Indeed. You have a better understanding. Not so much what are your fantasies, where are you coming from so that I know where to take you to. Okay. Well, look at that. The expert. I agreed with the expert. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make me? That makes me an expert. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Me! Oh my god! You know, every time you do that, I swear you probably like let out a droplet of urine. <laughs> you pee your little pants. <laughs> my little booty hole clenches up. Me! <laughs> oh, oh my god! So you know, I grew up Catholic. You know. And we really didn't talk about sex. That's crazy. We really didn't. But, you know, I... You talk about sex now. Of course. But I think I asked... Of course. I asked my dad, I think when I was like eight, and I was like, well, what's the story of the birds and the bees? And <laughs> he started singing me the song, Birds and the Bees and the Flowers and the Trees, and being oh. completely funny about it. And I was like, yeah, I don't think that's how it works. And he's like, that's a story for another day when you're much older. <laughs> eight is pretty much the time. Uh, eight for me was not the time because I was, you know, I was very sheltered. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't taught any of that. And I didn't really think about anything sexual per se at eight. Yeah. You know, telling you how to have sex, but letting you know what it is. Well, I think I had some grasp, but not full, you know, and so they didn't want to talk about it. You know, Yeah, I asked my dad one time, I was like, dad, what are the birds and the bees? He's like, we're not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I did sex ed in school in eighth grade. God bless. It's like, what do you tell your children? 
All right. All right. Number so, five. How do you feel most comfortable telling me what you want? Mm. Usually, okay. To be honest, when you're laying there naked after you've already had sex, because I'm going to tell you, ladies, here's a secret. And guys, I'm sorry. This is a deeply held secret for men. All right. Educate if you want to know the truth, <laughs> ask the question after you fuck. Because a man will tell you anything you want to know after you fuck. Before you fuck, he's going to tell you what he thinks you want, what you want to hear, so he can get laid. After you Look fuck, at that. he's an open fucking book. He really is. And he gets chatty and will tell yes, you anything. So sorry, guys. There it is. Chatty little bitches after they come. Yep. Yep. They got their nut. Now they're ready to, to spill all the beans. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Am I close? What well, do they say? The sex educator says when we talk about unlearning shame, this question is foundational in creating a safe space for both partners to communicate. Pretty much all of us want to be able to tell our partners what we enjoy in bed, but in reality, most of us feel self-conscious or just have a hard time speaking up in the moment. The question can help conversations flow mo more easily by getting to the how of communication. Well, I don't think... You know, Cassandra Corrado is a sex educator. I don't think she's going to say, yeah, men get really chatty after they orgasm. <laughs> no, but she did say that the self-consciousness goes away. Yes. She didn't say anxiety, but the anxiety yes. goes away. Yes, and absolutely. And they're, they're a more comfortable space. After you have sex, you're in a more comfortable space. Yes, very true. Yeah. I had sex last night, and <laughs> when we were done, I said something, and we just had a good laugh, and I left. <laughs> Just tell him what you said. <laughs> I said, Mia's out there waiting for me. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happens when you go to a sex party with your friend. <laughs> uh, we need to stop carpooling. <laughs> I know. That's, the host is like, you need to just drive yourself next time. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> but it gives you a good reason because like, we left home. early last time too. <laughs> you well, you know, it's like how late you want to stay. Yeah, I can't drive back. If I stay any longer, I would, she she asked me if I want to stay the night. She'd drive me home the next day. I'm like, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. Though. I was like, huh. There's pros and cons to that. There's pros and cons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't have to be somewhere at eight o'clock this morning, I might have stayed. Yeah. 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 And I don't know. Just sleeping in your own bed is just so much nicer. But that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I had guests last night that were waiting for me to get home. So it's a crazy night. Okay, number six. Where do you like and not like to be touched? Okay, well, that honestly is an essential question. That's more of a negotiation question. Where do you yeah. like to be touched? You know, do you like your breasts, your booty hole? Yeah, right. <laughs> what, what are your limits? This is a limits question. Yes, me. very yeah. true. It's a lot of people, some <clears throat> people like to be tickled, some people don't. If you tickle the wrong person, the night's over. Some people like to get kicked in the dick. <laughs> I do not. If you Sometimes kick me, it's a boner kill. <laughs> if you kick me in the dick, <laughs> the night is over. <laughs> you might find out you like it. <laughs> no. Your ass can leave and I'm going to go sit in the corner and cry for an hour. <laughs> Cuddled up in a ball. Why? <laughs> Cuddling Why my little dick it? and be like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Don't die on me. <laughs> and he says this while he's holding his dick. Shut up. <laughs> Stop holding your dick, it's John. It's true. I'm like, it's okay, episode. little fella. <laughs> Don't touch my dogs after you, pervert. <laughs> 
All right. Okay. What's Number the, seven, you Wait, weirdo. we gotta see what the expert says. We oh see God, I was trying to skip over that. <laughs> When you're with a new partner, you don't yet know what drives the other person crazy, both in the best and worst ways. It's sometimes best to start with the basics. Consider asking the above question, as well as whether or not someone has touch triggers that make them uncomfortable. That's what we said. Your, what are your limits? All right. Number seven. You can do it now. Are you sure? Mm, <laughs> we're going to find out. <laughs> mm. What have you learned about your body in the last three years that can make your sex life more fun? Mm. Hmm. I learned my body is a traffic cone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. God. Well, you know, okay. So I think for a lot of men and women, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, hormones plays a big factor. And this is, you know, we're talking about health overall. Mm -hmm. But I think that, you know, there's a decline in estrogen or testosterone in women and men over 40. So I think it's really important that people go and get their blood work done after the age of 40. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we've had a lot of friends that have come to us and said, you know, I've noticed a decline in our sex life. And it wasn't until, you know my wife went and got to the doctor and she got checked out and everything else. And you know, her levels and blah, blah, blah. And she got on the right medication for it. Same with men, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I think if you want to have a continued active sex life, it's very important to, to maintain health. Right. You know, you're getting older, you know, when things are going wrong. Yeah. Take care of it. Absolutely. Stop looking at me when you say that. Because I'm I've go- been telling I'm you, I'm going to go take care of it. Yeah. Stop telling all my shit. For the last two months, I'm like, John, make a doctor's appointment. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Just had sex. It still works. (laughs) All right. So it says, and it's really about knowing yourself and your body. But it says, this question is a twofer. As far as I'm concerned, for one, it relays uh, that the body is constantly changing and our desires and what works for us also changes with it. Second, it keeps your sex life from being a constant state in a constant state of stagnation. If you're relying on what you've learned about your body and changes that you may need to be incorporated, it makes your sex life changeable, growable, and a flexible thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, over my life, I've pretty basically liked the same things, but there's been times in my life where I was more interested in one thing than another and then it would shift over to something else and then shift you know it's all the same stuff still but there's times when different things take more importance yeah and I think that happens for everybody and you know don't you like the fact that you know you're married to your first wife for a number of years Mm -hmm. and you know ultimately you know when you married your third wife it was something new and exciting and you know, short-lived, but it was fun. Right. You know, and that's the thing, too. You get older, things get a little more crazier, you know, especially when you're young, around younger people. It's, there's so many new things that you can do. It's just amazing. Oh, I do lots of new things now. All you the know, time. <laughs> <laughs> I had this great couple, and, you know, they started coming to the parties almost four years ago. And they said to me, you know, just the changes they've made physically, you know, losing weight, getting healthy and everything. And really, you know, embracing this lifestyle and swinging and BDSM and everything. They're like, Mia, you won't believe how much you've changed my life. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I didn't do it. You did it. Coming to the parties, having an open mind, you know, caring enough about yourself and your happiness to make things happen. You looked in the mirror and you said, yeah, 
this is who I want to be. That's and then it. you went out and you were authentic and you became that person. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're great people. I just right. really like these people. So. We give them, we give people the opportunity to be who they are. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what BDSM is. Yay, we finally <laughs> figured it out. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Okay. In what context do you feel the sexiest? Okay, this one's easy. Naked. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Not me naked. When they're naked, I... They, yeah, okay. Um, you know, you feel sexy when you're comfortable with who you are. You know? We talk about fire a lot. We make fun, and we were just talking about it in this episode. When I play with fire, you see it. You see a physical change in my face and in my demeanor. I become a lot happier. I start grinning a lot. I feel yes. confident. I feel comfortable. And it's it's not the fire. It's just I get to be who I am. Mm-hmm. And the confidence comes out. And people start. It's not. Yeah, they like the fire. But they like who they saw when I was playing with the fire. Mm-hmm. So I think people are sexiest when they're comfortable in their own skin, who they are, and they accept who they are. And, you know, we talk about that all the time. We don't say it that way, but that's that's basically what we're telling people. Be authentic to yourself so that you can love yourself and enjoy who you are. Okay. That sounded like an expert answer right there. <laughs> I think most of us can agree Feeling sexy isn't just about how we look. It's also about our environment. Being honest about when we feel sexiest can help your partner understand your turn-ons and your turn-offs. For some people, feeling sexy and desirous may have nothing to do at all with their appearance and everything to do with what's going on around them. Your sexy context might mean lit candles and fresh sheets on your bed. Your partners might mean that the kids are out of the house for the night, so they don't need to stress about getting interrupted. Figure out what works for you. So that's pretty, you know, it's not the same, but make your environment comfortable so you're not stressing about what's going on. Very true. You know? Everybody wants a relaxing environment. Yeah. You know? They don't need stress. They don't need to be lit on fire. That's not relaxing. That's stressful for some people. Very true. (laughs) But some people like stressful situations, so. (laughs) Who the fuck likes stressful situations? The one I was stressing out last night. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in front of everybody by the pool. <laughs> she loved it. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yeah. What's the fantasy you'd like to try with me? I'm not answering that question. No, not with me. Please, no. No, not me. <laughs> what's, a, what's a fantasy you would like to try with, say, the woman you were with last night? <laughs> not doing that. <laughs> Don't make with anybody either, jealous. How about with either of the women you were with last night? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't mind having a threesome with the both of them. Yes. Yeah. I'm all about we it. We talked about that earlier. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I've already been promised a threesome with one of them and somebody else. So, yeah. you know, I'm I'm getting gangbanged. Yes. I'm getting fucked. Oh yes. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Until I talk about it so much that all of them are like, I'm not doing that. I think when you make an actual event on Fat Life, the <laughs> night of your party, and say, anyone who wants to participate in the gangbang with John. The first gangbang. <laughs> the dragon. For his birthday. Jeez. This is going down. <laughs> what if people show up and I'll be like, no. 
but they already signed up, but then I can't say no. <laughs> You'll be blindfolded. You don't have what? to know everything. No, fuck that shit. If I'm going to be there, I want to see it. I want pictures. I want video. <laughs> I don't want to forget this shit. I'm okay. going to have Alzheimer's one day, and you're going to be like, remember that time? And I'll be like, no. And I'm going to be watching like, that dude is fucking hot. Yeah, we need to do some uh, John Sex photo albums. <laughs> like, I don't have enough. <laughs> I was looking at my phone last night at the party. I was like, I looked up one time. I was like, I'm so glad to be at a party where I don't have to censor my photos before I turn my phone around to right? show you. <laughs> like, right. I have so many fucked up pictures on my phone. Okay. Too fun. Okay. What, what does the expert tell us? The expert says... Hmm. This question acknowledges that we have sexual fantasies, but also gives permission for the fantasy to be discussed and shows a willingness to explore and possibly make those fantasies into realities. Hey! uh, She's taking our line, that bitch! (laughs) That's one of my fantasies, too, calling a girl a bitch and put my hand on her throat. If I do that one all the time. If your significant others share something you aren't comfortable with, now or ever, remember that you can say no while still being respectful of the opening up to you, of their opening up to you. That's worded weird. But anyway, sexual intimacy is just as much as about respecting boundaries as it is as about a good foreplay and steamy sex. And also, just because the answer is no doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to do anything. Maybe it's no to that, but we can try something else similar. Yeah. And you can start having those conversations. And then both of you have it. Negotiation. What a fucking... What? Yes. You have to negotiate in relationships. You don't just take what you want and fuck the other person. Just be like, fuck you, motherfucker. You don't do that? I mean, you do. Of course I do. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which me, I couldn't get away with that shit. <laughs> Number 10. What's one thing you love that I do when we're intimate and why? Okay. I'm going to answer this question for all the boys. We love when you suck our dick. There you go. You know, Put I... your tits in my face. Suck my dick. Let me eat your pussy and your ass. You say that. I say that. I know. That's me. Yes. But I'm telling you, there's men that I have been with and they always say there's certain men. You know, I'm, I, you know, oral sex is really great, but it's just not as great as I like other things. Wow. Yeah. They're lame. And, and I've had, just, honestly, it, I've known maybe five men to have ever have told me that. So, I mean. You know what? I've had women say the same thing. Yeah. About oral sex. Yeah. They're like. Yeah. yeah, I can't really get off on oral sex. I don't really like it, blah, blah, blah. Come to find out, they love it. The partners they've had in the past just don't know how. Very true. Yeah. Very true. And they haven't had partners really who know how to do it. Yeah. And the biggest thing about oral sex, if you're into it, it's going to be good. Yeah. If you're just doing it because it's a chore and you don't really want to be there, you don't really want to do that, your partner's going to know. And it's not going to be fun for Very either true. one of you. So, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. yeah, I like it. <laughs> we so know what you girl like. Says, I don't like old shacks. I don't like it. My pussy ache. Like bitch, lay down. Mm-hmm. And then they start. Yeah, mm-hmm. they like it. Mm-hmm. They like it. <laughs> <laughs> they like that dragon tongue. <laughs> okay, expert. Let's end one of my most. Let's end on one of my 
personal favorites, the compliment game. Some of the questions on this list can open up difficult con conversations. Hopefully this one can leave you both feeling confident, happy, and maybe even in the mood. You can ask your partner their favorite thing you do while you're being intimate, their favorite part of your body, or maybe even a highlight from the last time you had sex. This question gets couples warmed up for an interesting dialogue. Sexual communication can be intimidating, so the question allows you to facilitate sharing something you enjoy. The partner receiving the information will also have positive reinforcement to continue the act and possibly explore similar things in that wheelhouse. Absolutely. It's not what I said, but it's pretty similar. If you enjoy what you're doing, yeah. you're going to be good at it. So if you tell your partner something that they're doing that you enjoy, it's going to boost their confidence, and they're going to like doing it even more, and they're going to get better at it. And then also you get to receive what you like. So, yeah, it's good. Compliment game is good. So we made it through the list. Well, that was a mouthful, wasn't it, John? <laughs> but we like mouthfuls, I, I don't do we? I do get a lot of mouthfuls. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> so. <laughs> Simultaneously. 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 Like words. So next time yes. that you need a question answered, don't ask me. Because I'll give you a fucked up answer. Will you tell everybody they need to write their fantasies in? Yes. So, just so everybody knows, this is going to be an actual uh, segment that we're going to do. Ask an expert. So, we need your help. We need people to write in and ask questions about sexual fantasies, sexual problems, issues. We're going to have different experts. Well, we, we're talking about having lawyers, doctors, therapists. Yeah. Family counselors, sex therapist. We have a sexologist friend. We do. Yeah, we, we can do. ask her. So <clears throat> any kind of question you have from fantasies to to just problems that you're having, go ahead and write us write those in. Yeah, it's mirehot at gmail. M I A R E Y H O T at Gmail or Yahoo, either or. Right. We want to have yeah. real questions from our real listeners and then you get to have your questions read on the air. Or you can write Master John or I on Fat Life. Fat Life. Mistress right. Mia Ray or uh, Master John. Master John underscore, underscore Master. Yeah. John underscore. underscore. Yeah. Yep. All right. And both of us are linked. Yes, both of we our are. profiles are linked to the podcast. So. We are. Fabulous. Easy to find. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, until next time, be careful what you ask me and make all your fantasies become realities. <laughs> <laughs>